Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Their Story Matters right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Oleg, um, Oleg Lowheed. Uh, you know, um, overcoming the odds, and I think this is somebody that definitely has overcome the odds. Um, he decided when he was nine years old, he relinquished his parents' rights and entered a Russian orphanage and didn't realize what the orphanage was going to be all about um, and the cruelty that was there and certainly no love whatsoever. At the age of uh, 12 years of old, he decided to be adopted into a new family in a new country halfway across the world to start a new life. And at 24 years old, he began his journey of helping others live the life they've always dreamed of, despite the hardships, their misfortunes, by allowing them to recognize the uniqueness and the worth that's within their own story. And, you know, he says it's overcoming the odds along with your journey that you have shaped into this beautiful human being you are today. Embrace it, share it, live it, take part in it, uh, in the campaign by sharing your story and encouraging someone else you know to share their own. Well, this is why it's very apropos here today that he is actually on their story matters because his story matters. We all have a story that matters. And... It's our story that then becomes an inspiration to someone else and an invitation to actually participate in our own lives, despite what is going on from Russia to America, from um, cruelty, adversity, from abandonment, through loss. He has found his path, his meaningful purpose, and he's here now to help others find their meaningful purpose through their story. Welcome to the show, love. Thank you. Thank you for having me on and thank you for creating the space. 24 years of age and you've already got it together. And, <laughs> and that is quite a feat. And, and it's actually wonderful for someone who's quite a bit older, you know, to, um, to be looking at people of your age. And I've interviewed many who are the movers and the shakers, who are the leaders, the inspirers of tomorrow. And that's because you have a heart conviction. You have something that you want to achieve. You want others to achieve and you're driven by it. And that drive comes from the heart because one can feel that. But you didn't grow up with that heart. So where was it that you decided to give yourself heart? I think for me, where I chose to give myself heart was within all the adversity. And the reason why is because, I, I especially from those young years, when I had faced so much adversity and tragedy within my life, over time, I realized that I didn't have to live that same story or that same narrative, that I could choose a different story that revolved around some of those difficult times. So when I think about that question of where was it that I chose to give myself heart, <laughs> I think it comes to earlier years, very young years of choosing to look at some of those difficult circumstances as not something that's there to stop me, or impede me from whatever progress that I wanted to make in life, but rather something that is there to enhance me. 
the concept that I wanted to share briefly was in regard to this, the orphanage system to begin with. Mm. I think oftentimes it's described as this place where you don't receive love, caring, nourishment. And to a degree, there's a lot of truth to that. But I will also add on to it that the orphanage was one of my greatest opportunities. It truly was. It did give me a sense of identity. I was able to find that through music, poetry, and all these other things that I discovered mm. while living there. And ultimately, as the story is told, I was able to be adopted. And mm. if it wasn't due to the fact that I was in that system to begin with, who knows if I would have been matched with this family from Ann Arbor, Michigan. So for me, that concept of finding that heart, finding that purpose, finding that meaning, it really comes from choosing to look at adversity through a different lens. And that is approaching it through the lens of what am I here to learn? Mm. What is this here to teach me? I believe everything in life, every experience, every event has a lesson within it. Now, whether or not I choose to step into it and learn it, I think it's a very different story. Mm -hmm. But I think it does give us the opportunity to understand that regardless of how difficult something may be, there's still something that I can learn and take away from it. Even if it's only learning how strong and courageous and how able you are. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that, um, that real difficulty is, is, can you stand back up? Or are you just going to give up and lay down? Yeah. And, you know, finding that courage to stand back up and realizing how much strength you really do have and also the abilities that you have that you didn't realize that mm -hmm. were there. You know, we look at ourselves in a different way and we don't see ourselves in that way if we don't go through adversity. Yeah. And I think part of that comes down to the fact how many of us are conditioned to think. Mm. There is a reason why, at least when I was younger, the way that I was taught, not necessarily by my parents, but I think more so by my surrounding environment, help someone else before you help yourself, love others before you love yourself, fix someone else's problem before you fix your own. When in reality, what I realized over time was that, in my opinion, the narrative is actually the other way around. Yes. How can you help someone else if you haven't helped yourself? Mm-hmm. How can you help? How can you love someone if you haven't experienced love yourself? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. So that's where I think the question becomes more of the internal journey that I choose to embark on instead of looking outward for those things, the validation, the self-worth, the approval of whether or not I'm doing the right things in life. Because at the end of the day, what is right and wrong to begin with? And who's to tell you any of that? I your conscience. <laughs> your mm -hmm. conscience will always tell you. Right? Mm -hmm. Your heart will always tell you. You know, you, you say you're looking for that approval or disapproval outside, mm -hmm. you know, as to dictating our choices and, and whether we're living up to standards. But if you're living in a state of love, you can't knowingly hurt someone else because mm -hmm. it's against your heart grain. So that conscious heart, will know whether it is a wrong move or a right move or if you're hurting someone or hurting yourself. And it really is listen in, right? Listen yeah. in, you will be guided. Yeah, and that, that's the thing that I begin to learn and realize and really implement within my life. And that's choosing to live from within. Mm -hmm. Choosing to become the leader of my own self instead of being dependent on <laughs> whatever groups or individuals 
to be the leaders of my life. Because at the end of the day, what I've realized, and I have lived definitely elements of that, where I was constantly seeking someone else's guidance or approval before making decisions, was that in most situations, those people did not truly know what I wanted. Right. They didn't truly know how to get to that thing that I envisioned. Or who you were. Or who I was. Mm -hmm. They didn't know anything about my journey. Mm -hmm. And that were, that's where I found to be a disconnect between actually choosing to pursue my own goals and aspirations based on someone else's guidance, when in reality, they didn't know anything about it. They didn't know my skills. They didn't know my capabilities. So developing greater accountability and responsibility within my own life was in a way kind of the only thing that yes. I had to really tap into and that, that I knew was the, one of the ultimate truths to life. Mm -hmm. And most certainly to your journey. Mm -hmm. um, well, um, you know, uh, humans love to tell other people what they should be. Mm -hmm. um, you should do this. You should do that. I do this. So you should do that. And mm -hmm. a lot of it is based on competition, one-upmanship, and, uh, and that you're only success if you're by the exterior dictation of what success is. Uh, through my own, certainly, roller coaster of life, um, I truly consider myself really enriched and abundant because of the journey I've taken, because of the adversity, uh, you know, finding the strength and the courage, the meaning of the lesson, the application of what I've learned. Um, and that life journey is what really enriches us. And we truly understand really what the abundance of life is when you live it from the inside out, and especially when you're living in a purpose. And abundance is everywhere. Mm. There was a time where I believed that it was not. I remember when I was actually first stepping into the role of speaking and choosing to create content based on my own life and experiences. I was facing this challenge of a overthinking what the content needed to be and b thinking that I had to have these grand gesture type experiences in order to be able to share different mm -hmm. things within the world. What I realized over time is that this concept of content, it's everywhere. Mm -hmm. The question becomes, are you willing to look at some of those things as opportunities to further explore and share and observe as resources. I look around myself and when I think about this concept of what is life or why does it happen the way it does or even growth, what is growth? All it takes for me nowadays is to look at the tree mm -hmm. surrounding me and just observe it and see it, how it goes through different seasons, different days. One day it could be completely clothed. Next day it's completely naked. Mm -hmm. And yet it continues to thrive yes. and it embraces itself for what it is. So I think abundance is always there. Mm -hmm. I think it always has been. And I think it always will be. In my opinion, it just boils down to the simple fact of, am I willing to observe and look at all of these things surrounding me as abundance mm -hmm. and become really grateful of the things that I'm able to experience because nothing's guaranteed. No. Nothing is given. And I think everything is a moment by moment. In, in a lot of ways, like nature, you know, our lives are seasonal. Yeah. You know, we have different seasons for, for, for different reasons. And we're going to have different experience in each of those type of seasons in our life. Because we don't want a linear, flat surface life. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people think, well, I found myself. So now I can sit back and, and 
just be. Um, it is it is the beingness that leads to doingness. You know, when you discover who you are and what you're really here to do, as I, I describe it as um, discovering your, your beautiful instrument, your gifted instrument and learning to play it. You then seek the orchestra to be a part of, to create that symphony that will resonate out. We're all gifted with something. Every yeah. single one of us has a gift of something. And it is up to our own self-discovery of what that is. And But that self-discovery, you might be in the exterior of life. And that will teach you your reactions to life. Why am I bothered by this? Why does that person attack me? What is it about me that's attracting that? Or um, what kind of impact am I having on other people? Because it's coming from your insides. Yes. If you're getting a negative reaction, it's there's something negative going on inside of you. It's time to go in and reflect because mm -hmm. what you put out is what other people are going to embrace. And as you said, love. How many people seek love? Just love me, love me, define me, complete mm -hmm. me. No, define and complete yourself. Be the love you seek. And then the love will be all around you. You will attract it by being that beacon of love. I wholeheartedly agree with you on that. I believe that my external world is just a reflection of the inner inner world. Mm -hmm. Everything that I'm choosing to build within is just a reflection, but it all starts within mm -hmm. that, that journey. The other thing that you mentioned that I find interesting to expand upon is this concept of finding purpose and finding meaning, but more so approaching it, not from a sense of timeline, right. but understanding that through, at least for me through service, I've been able to find that. Now, for some people, it may take 50 years, 20 years, however many years, because at the end of the day, what is long to begin right. with, right? right? And so that's what I'm, I'm choosing to step into it more is instead of looking at, looking at my journey through the lens of, I can't believe I didn't know the things that I know now, five or 10 years ago, it's that I can believe the things that I know now that I didn't know back then. Because that was the journey I was meant to have. Those yes. were the decisions. Those were the experiences I was meant to go through in order to get to this point. And the perspective that I have today may be different compared to the perspective that I might have tomorrow, mm -hmm. five years, 10 years down the road. And that's where I think there's a big point that I choose to make for myself. And that is not choosing to blame, shame, or guilt myself for not knowing right. the things that I didn't know. Yes but rather looking at them through the lens of, hey, there is a reason why I didn't know those things. How are you meant to know everything? Right. You know, all the time. The, the whole thing about discovery and in wonderment and exploration is to discover what is. Yeah. And I'm going with this mindset, but I suddenly immerse myself into another experience and that mindset changes. Mm -hmm. Right. Because the information has changed. Mm -hmm. I've made some decisions in my life that, oh, my God, what was I thinking? <laughs> and there's been quite a few of them. But it is what I knew at the time and what I was reacting to at the time with the knowledge I had. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing about life is this learning and learning and learning and more that you're willing to allow that that knowledge to come to you the wisdom i always say the the head and the programming is all the knowledge the wisdom is how to use the knowledge and the more you allow the wisdom to guide the knowledge the more you actually expand on the knowingness but it's the allowing yourself to grow 
and and don't beat yourself up from the past so many people are stuck in the trauma of their past mm -hmm. that's your choice to stay there what happened to you was wrong was horrific but if you stay there you've chosen to be the victim mm -hmm. you didn't choose to choose to learn or grow from it and that's why we are given these things we're given these things to find ourselves within them and how much more we can be despite what has happened to us and look to a degree i think in hearing other people's perspectives there's a lot of value in that because even in the thing that you mentioned earlier in this conversation where you hear certain perspectives that may not sit in well with you there's a valuable question that one may may want to ask and that is why am i feeling that discomfort mm. Mm -hmm. What about this is not aligning <laughs> with who yeah. I am right. or what I envision. So there, there's always something to be learned within every instance. And one other thing that it made me think of as you were sharing your side of the story was this concept of life. Mm -hmm. Last week I was, I finished reading a book called the timekeeper by Mitch album. And there's a sentence in there that says life goes on. And I found that to be such a profound statement because regardless of what the circumstances may be, life has a way to keep going. Even out of the vessel. It doesn't stop for anyone. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. stop for anything. Yeah. We could be standing in the same exact line, getting coffee or grocery store, wherever we're at. Each person is fighting their own battle. Mm -hmm. And yet life just keeps on going literally doesn't stop. No. And I think that's the beauty of it is I'm choosing to look at it through the lens of, well, if life keeps on going, how can I yeah. keep on going? Yeah. How can I keep on learning? How can I continue to put myself in all of these different opportunities and spaces where I can learn something different about myself that I didn't already know? And that's, I think, one of the hidden beauties of life is the opportunity to learn at any given moment to evolve too i'm mm -hmm. not the same person i was even last year mm -hmm. all the many years here yeah, i'm 66 all the many years that i've been before and yeah you know i always love that statement you know when a man says about his wife well she's not the woman i married no of course not <laughs> she evolved she she changed with the seasons and if you didn't change with her then that's where the disconnect is. You know, it is about getting into each other's rhythm individually. You're two beautiful instruments creating your own music together. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's why are people so scared about change? It, it's not about being static. It's the wind has to constantly be in flow. The current of the ocean is constantly in movement. The oxygen in our body and the blood is constantly in flow. We are meant to be in flow, mm -hmm. not meant to be stagnant. Stagnancy mm -hmm. breeds a great deal of discontent and dis-ease in many ways. I think that's a great question. I think it's a great question of why are some of us not accepting of change what I've learned is change is inevitable. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen with or without you. <laughs> and I might as well be the participant with it. Yeah. If that's the truth. Now, in that case, everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own perspective and way of living. And to some people, 
the concept of safety, security, and comfort might be the way. Mm. And what I've learned over time is that there were many times where I tried to change someone else's perspective, someone else's mindset. I was once again trying to fix a problem that did not appear to be a problem for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What I realized over time was that in a way I was wasting time. And so I had to give that up and I had to just embrace change on my own. And I think for those that are willing to listen, those that are willing to Mm -hmm. tune into it, they will follow similar footsteps, but far too many times throughout my own life, I tried to change people before they were willing to embrace change themselves. And that became a very challenging journey to embark on. And draining. Because it was, yeah, it was, it's trying to change something that's just... It, not ready you know, to change, not willing to change. To, yeah, yeah, it's trying to change the shape of this notebook when in reality, this is the only shape that it wants to be in. Right. Or sees or yes. recognize. Yes. So everyone goes on their own journey. Everyone has their own way. And I ultimately, at the end of the day, I truly do believe that everyone is right because everyone sees it through their own lens, Mm -hmm. you know, and they only see whichever aspect of the story that you see, it's right according to your lens. Yeah. Now that took me a while to understand. It took me years to understand that and really embrace it and live it because there were times where I believed that it was right and wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I started to look at it through the lens of, well, who am I to judge? Who am I to tell tell this person that they're living their life the wrong way? Mm -hmm. And just because they don't have the same sense of purpose at all, it doesn't mean that they have no purpose at all. Yes. You know, again, it's, um, I'm very much a past life and, you know, many lifetime type person. And we don't know what, contract we signed for, to come here yeah. to achieve right and you know we're here to fulfill something you know to have this um, human experience and um, when we see something at that moment that is our truth based on the knowledge that we know mm-hmm. now you know what is frustrating of course is when people get stuck in that and unwilling to hear other perspectives Mm-hmm. And because they are unwilling to bend or willing to go with the flow or open up their minds, the hearts, the souls. Um, they're right in what they know. And for whatever reason, they don't want to know anything else. You know, mm-hmm. I am this book and that's the way I'm going to be. And I don't care if you add letters or this or that. And this is it. And again, that could be their story. That is their journey. We're responsible for our journey. We're responsible for how we interact in the world, what we share with the world, how we treat other people. We may disagree with how other people treat other people, and I do not condone um, mistreating people in any way, but we also need to understand why do they do that? What Mm -hmm. knowledge is in their heart, in their head, in their soul that is having them do that? Because the most time it comes from a lack of knowledge or inner pain. And people who are in pain will unknowingly inflict pain on others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think there is a lot of truth to that. And I think that truth is whatever you're sensing, experiencing internally, in my case, that's how I'm going to interact with others. Mm -hmm. If I'm experiencing fear, 
or may not have the courage to say certain things or certain truth, then that, that's the energy that I'm going to pass on to other people. So to a degree, I, I do agree that there's, um, there's a great sense of self-accountability and mm -hmm. responsibility that must be taken in that case, in my opinion, based on my experience. But then at the end of the day, it's, it's all based on the journey that the yeah. person takes. Everyone has their own unique path, unique way of getting there. And even in those situations where some people may not choose to hear others' perspectives, I think the beauty within that is that you have a choice yeah. as an individual. Do you want to continue being in that space and continue attracting that energy? Or do you move, move on? No hard feelings. Mm -hmm. Maybe just hope that yeah. one day the person will change and see what you've been able to see when you open yourself up to other people's perspectives and opinions and ways of thinking and ways of living. So that's where I think this concept of right or wrong, for me, I don't choose to look at it through that lens because well, one of the biggest reasons why is because I've been in that journey. Mm. I've been in those chapters. I wasn't always in the chapter where I was accepting of everyone's perspective and opinion. Mm -hmm. especially when it came to politics there were times where i would just not hear the other side i would refuse right and then over time i realized that there is value in hearing the other side because that's one of the things that i've learned over time throughout my work is in my opinion some or maybe many of us whatever the number looks like we want to be heard yes we want to be understood regardless of what the side looks like because you can only see it through your lens. And that lens is the only truth that you know. Right. Right. And, you know, it's through that lens is, is how, you know, you're going to, because there, we've always got a little bit of a pack mentality. You mm -hmm. know, I've always been a solo person and not very good in packs. But, you know, people like to belong to something. And, you know, they'll they'll go with that flow because they have a sense of belonging instead of kind of owning their own perspective. But um, I find it very interesting that, um, and explain why you decided to leave your family at nine and go mm -hmm. into an orphanage, because you're clearly a very strong-willed person mm -hmm. and a willing, you know, is, I, I have this word that, that I use called actionism, which is, um, you know, activism in action. And, you know, I think actionism is you, 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 you are a person who's going to participate in your life and not sit back and wait for life to happen to you. What happened at the age of nine for you to say, well, that's it, I'm moving on. You know, I think for me, what clicked at that particular age was my worldview shifted. And that is, I no longer saw the world for what it was, but rather I started to look at the world for what I aspired it to be. Mm. And I think that optimistic and futuristic view became my dominant force that really helped me understand that whatever the present circumstances I was experiencing, the chances of me actually creating a better future and a better day were very low. And the orphanage was one of the only options that I thought of at the time that was the place that was going to help me somehow shift my reality. Now, the beauty of life, I think the beauty of any decision is that before I make it, I never know the outcome. Mm. 
I never know how it's going to play out. I never know what the lesson that I'm going to be there to learn. <laughs> and I never know what the actual reality, reality is going to be. So for me, choosing to give up my family, part of that decision, I don't think I fully understood. Right, you were nine. I don't think I fully understood this concept that I was not going to be able to see my family mm. as often as I wished. I did understand what it meant to give them up. I did understand what it meant to give up their guardianship. I did understand what it meant to be going into a completely different household and have caregivers, not mothers, but caregivers. There was a difference in that label. So I understood the circumstances of that decision, but it was lived experience that taught me what it was like to be separated, what it was like to not have the same sense of love, caring. My identity shifted when I went into the orphanage because what, ends up, what ended up happening in that system was that discipline was taught through a very different set of rules. Mm -hmm. Punishment was the go-to. So it made you quote unquote stronger. It made you into a, it made me into a person where crying was really not an option. I think part of that also has to do with the culture mm -hmm. of living in Russia. Yeah. And so whenever I experienced those low moments, I had to suck it up. Mm-hmm. Swallow the pain, swallow the tears, keep going. Now, the, the danger of that was over time, it's almost as if I forgot how to cry right. or how to process those emotions. And then the other challenge was I was a male, still a male. But the challenge is when you're a male, you don't cry, you don't show your emotions, you're the stronger one in the household and you're the one that has to do X, Y, and Z. At least that's the way that the society presented. So there were very, it was almost like two conflicting realities that I was in the middle of. But what I have learned is that as difficult as those circumstances were, those were the things that I had to go through. Those were the experiences I had to go through in order to get to this point, have this perspective and be able to serve through the lens that I do. And there were times when I wanted to regret certain things, the way that they happened. There were times when I looked at my birth mom through the lens of someone who was an alcoholic, incapable of taking care of me. I blamed her for the decision she made. But then once again, over time, I realized that, why am I doing this? I'm creating a story that doesn't have to be told this way. Right. I can choose to live a different story. Yes, she might have been an alcoholic, but what did she teach me? Spokenly or unspokenly. Mm -hmm. What did she show me in life? And it was through that lens, I started to once again gain greater appreciation for life, for all the people. And I know for me, even nowadays, when I experience hardship, or a loss, or adversity, my go-to is, what was it there to teach me? Mm -hmm. Pairing it up with a lesson or a takeaway has helped me tremendously. And 
the lessons aren't always obvious. They're not always obvious, are they? You know, okay, you know why? Why am I in this bog of molasses that I'm yeah. trying to get out of? You know, and like every time I think I'm at the surface and I can pull myself up, you know, it's it pulls me back in, and it's why, you know, I I desire to get out. I desire to move forward and it keeps pulling you back in and you go, but okay, but what is the lesson? And yeah. sometimes that lesson isn't always obvious. It's hindsight of that lesson mm-hmm. that it really comes into play. It was there to slow you down. It was there for you to have time to reflect. It was there to stop you going down a different path that you might have done. You know, and there's always a reason. And sometimes we just don't know what that reason is. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. We don't have to understand every lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even with that point, what I begin to believe and embrace within my own life is that, in my opinion, it's not the lesson, it's a lesson. Because mm-hmm. there's always something that can be learned. Now, whether or not it's the ultimate lesson of the experience, who knows? Right. I, I don't even know if. Is there a way of knowing that? It's whatever lesson I choose to believe and then take forward and then kind of build upon each one as I go. And if that situation happens again and I learn something different, well, just add one more thing to my toolkit. Yes. Keep moving. Yes. That's how I look at it. Yeah, life isn't about having a manual on every step mm-hmm. and it's that destination and it's not the destination it's destinations that you make along the way you know uh, take the life skills take the knowledge take um the tools and the wisdom that you've learned from other people that you've learned from your own life put it in your backpack and be willing to put one step in front of the other and you'll have this destination that you'll be at for a while and you will learn this experience and then it'll be time to go on to another one there are many chapters in our books in life and it's we've got to this point where we want to know but yes but what's going to be there for me what's going to be this what's going to be that explore we we were ingrained with the um the adventure of exploration it's in mm-hmm. our dna and if we're willing to allow and explore um and allow things to happen to us and learn from it and and put it in as an experience so what skill and tool did i use there that could be useful down the road it's all about gathering the experiences and putting them in the in the backpack of life isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's what it's all about i think and the beauty of this journey is that those experiences never end no and the opportunities to learn don't stop as well as long as i'm willing to step into it and then, you know, your story, your experience becomes an inspiration and an invitation for someone else. Mm-hmm. When people are inspired by the journey and, and how you did this, where did you find the strength, the courage, the way you look at it, the perspective, it helps them kind of reflect on their own lives. It becomes an invitation for them to look at their own lives and go, well, I'm so inspired by what he's doing. Surely there's something within me that, you know, that I can find that I can change directions on because in the end it's all about the invitation the inspiration we can't force people to do anything but we can inspire them to believe they can do it themselves yeah I think there's something that's beautiful said within that and that is in my opinion we can all be a light Mm -hmm. at the end of each other's tunnel absolutely yes (laughs) we all have that thing within us Mm -hmm regardless of what we might be experiencing. And so in choosing to look at life through that perspective, and that is I can be an inspiration to someone else. That's what guides me 
That's what helped me move forward and understand that no matter what it is that I might be going through at any particular moment within my life, A, everything is temporary, nothing is permanent. Mm -hmm. And B, there's someone that's always watching to how I'm going through it, that I might be able to inspire and influence whenever they're they're in similar circumstances. Right. I think that, um, you know, the one of the things is that is not to dwell on the obstacles in the way or the challenges that are there. And some challenges attach themselves to you uh, in, you know, in the form of health or, or something else. And it is, okay, I can't overcome this challenge. This challenge is now attached. It is now finding a partnership with this challenge mm-hmm. where, you know, where there's a reason for it. Um, how do I find the equilibrium with this challenge but still continue on don't let the challenge ground you and a lot of people let various life challenges ground them and it's uh you know get a handle on it you know get to know what this challenge is and and how you can balance it out in your life but don't let it stop you it may redirect you yeah right and that's one of the reasons it's there it's there to redirect you but don't use it as an excuse to do nothing it's there as a challenge either for you to overcome or to integrate in your life experience. And it becomes part of your story that becomes part of the inspiration. I think part of the challenges is for me, it gives me a perspective. It gives me a perspective that I didn't have before. So the concept that you used, I relate to my own journey and that is, it is there to enhance my own experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's there to help me see differently. It's there to help me see things that I haven't seen before. So I'm choosing to look at adversity and all these challenges as, like you said, not things that are there to stop me from whatever it is that I envision for my life, but more so to give me a different perspective. Maybe I missed something along the way. Mm. Maybe I haven't seen something. Maybe I haven't met someone that I have to reach out to. So that's where I think the challenges play a very critical role, which maybe goes back to the point that adversity would be one of our greatest teachers yes if we allow it to be i've done around about two thousand shows myself in the last few years and there's a common denominator one is the injured child that mm-hmm. you know people are still looking for someone to love until they realize you love your own inner child be the mm-hmm. love your inner child looks for the other is that uh, no matter how the cosmic two by four flattens you the challenge is to get back up, discover your courage, your strength, your abilities, your purpose, and understand that becomes that awe factor for other people, that that knocked you down. That would have kept me down. I wouldn't have been able to get back up. Mm-hmm. And yet people have gone through loss of their children, you know, obviously cancer, you know, so many losses, so so many things that have happened to people that it's it's you wonder how they can carry on but not only have they carried on they've taken that experience and say however horrific that experience was it has made me who i am today doing what i am meant to do that's helping other people on their path of life so we're in awe of the people that can get back up Mm -hmm. and you know it's not oh they can do it i can't no it's they can do it surely i can Surely there's some way I can get back up and not get stuck in the trauma or the drama that I'm in. And I think that speaks to the point of 
where there's a will, there's a way. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I wholeheartedly believe in that. I, I think there's always a way. Now, the way may not be the way that I envision it, right. but it doesn't <laughs> mean that is. it doesn't exist, <laughs> yeah. right? It's always yeah. a zigzag. In my mind, it's a straight shot, but in reality, 99% of the time, it's a zigzag. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've learned and continue to believe is that regardless of what, one might, what I might be going through, there's always a way. There's always a way. And in that moment of, I think, going through that hardship, it doesn't appear to be a way or how could this be this way? Mm -hmm. But in reality, what I realized over time was within minutes to hours to days, that situation transforms into yes. something else and yeah. it's no longer there. And that's that for me, I think at the end of the day, when I think about my own journey and experience, that's what I continue to believe is that there's always a will as long mm -hmm. as there's a way. We've all got odds to face, haven't we? Mm -hmm. I mean, that is what we're here for. We're here to learn, you know, that the getting back up, becoming a beacon of light for someone else, becoming a light in your own life. You know, it's we've we've sold ourselves short as a human race in, in thinking that we're just body and mm -hmm. uh, the body can only do this. When we look at ourselves as a, as, a, as a spiritual being having a human experience and we combine the two together, we realize that we're unlimited to what we can achieve. Um, and that, that look at just where we are today, you know, in technology and wonderment and in, in a lot of things that we've managed to explore and create and to look where we were 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, we are creatures of creation. We love looking at what is possible. Mm -hmm. Can I make this happen? Let's explore the options. And when we step into that wonderment, we'll always see an answer. We'll always learn something from it. And that's what keeps us engaged and intrigued. That always wanting to know, you know, what else is out there? What is possible? And I think if we lose that, we kind of lose that connection to life. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's, there's something interesting within what you said and that's, there's always, there's always something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. That's something one of my uncles, late uncle actually passed on to me is this concept that what's next. Mm. I think it's an important question to ask, not only from the workaholic perspective, but also just in life, what's next you got here. So what's next? and just continuing to move forward every single step of the way. I think that's what life is, or one of the things that it is, is asking myself the question of what's next. That's what keeps me going. Allows what me is to understand next for there, you? There's more to learn. There is more to learn, but what is next for you? For me at this point of my life is I'm very fortunate to have created a space and a platform for other people to be a part of mm -hmm. at the core. It's a space for people to be heard and to be appreciated through their stories. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I believe that is because I believe in sharing our stories and sharing our perspectives. Not only can we shift the perspectives of others, but we can also shift our own. Absolutely. And that's what I started to do as part of this work with overcoming odds, creating a space for people to share their stories through different forms, podcasts, online submissions, 
And beyond that, the next, the next thing that I'm embarking on is a book, mm-hmm. writing a book called the power of your story and really choosing to dive into the narrative and understand that everything starts, at least in my opinion, it starts with that inner story. Whatever I believe to be possible, it starts within. Yes. It, I mean, life is an inside out job, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, we've got lost, you know, we've, we've got lost in this um, societal expectation of who we should be, what is important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're only valuable if we are, you know, uh, pretty rich, famous, this, that, etc. And we realize how empty we are and, uh, and how chasing that illusion is not feeding us. And, you know, for those that have decided to go in where the true enrichment, the true empowerment and the true abundance is, they realize really what life and the gift of life can be mm-hmm. and what we can do with it. But that's the journey we have to be willing to take. Many of the person I've interviewed, you know, were top CEOs, you know, um, big companies of their own, you know, uh, they'd reached the, the epitome of everything. And Mm -hmm. then they go, but I'm working flat out to maintain this expensive house, this expensive car, this illusion that I'm the top of the game where I don't get to see my family. I have no time to even be with myself and I'm utterly miserable. Mm -hmm. And they've been willing to walk away from it all and seek really who they really are, what they're really here to do and what really is happiness. And they realize it's the inside out job. It's changed their lives completely. But we've got to be willing to redirect. We've got to be willing yeah. to say, this is not serving me. This is not a reflection of who I really am. And you have to be willing to take the journey in to discover who you really are, what you're really mm-hmm. here to do. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> one final point that I'd like to make in kind of in regard to my own experience and everything that you just shared is that it does take courage mm-hmm. just to step onto that path. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know what level of courage those that are listening that are going to have to take in order to step into it because everyone has their own journey. But what I realized was that in stepping onto that path, I've discovered so much about so much more about myself, my surroundings, how I perceive the world, why I perceive it the way that I do. And so that sense of gratitude and appreciation increased dramatically. Yeah. It, it, it really gave me a sense of fulfillment that I think I was aspiring for and I was looking, but I was not looking in the same spots. Mm. And mm. that's what changed is choosing to step onto that path and, and focusing on the next step, not focusing on accomplishing the whole picture all at once, right? but just going one step at a time, one day at a time. Cedar, seed, water, nurture. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, don't tug on the roots before the roots are even there. Let something grow. Right. Um, I was given a blueprint three years ago for the for the next expansion of what I'm going to be doing. And the blueprint, nothing wrong with it at all. But the timing of when and how and who I had to wait for. I had to wait yeah. for the synchronicity of. And so, you know, people get an idea. But, but how come I can't do this? You know, what's blocking it? Is it not real? No, the, the blueprint is a good idea or the dream is a good idea. But how you go about pursuing it, manifesting it, making it happen, you have to allow the synchronicity of the universe yeah. and your own experience to come into play. You will reach that dream 
But that mm-hmm. dream is something that was given to you as something to walk forward towards, to accomplish. But and how we do it, that is in, in every step that we take. So mm-hmm. don't be in a rush. Be in the experience of it. Make sure you seed well, you water well, you nurture well, and don't have any expectation of how the growth is going to be. Mm-hmm. It will surprise you. It's going to happen in its own way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. I'm glad you're writing a book and people keep nagging at me to do mine and keep saying this year, this year, and I haven't yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying this year I will. Um, And it's time because, you know, this is a full-time job for me. Um, I have learned so much about myself through all the shows that I've done, from meeting all the people that I've met. I was at a crossroads in 2012 where I really thought, do I want to be here amongst these humans anymore? I just, you know, have from coming from a counseling job and also an investment in something, you know, is looking at how can I get people to see the path that is in front of them if they're so mm-hmm. unwilling to open their eyes. And it was very frustrating, very draining. And I had to walk away from it. And I had this redirect where somebody else asked me to come and have a podcast on her network and uh, 13 months of live shows, which was a a great experience. Mm. And now seven and a half years of my own network. The people that I have met has given me so much belief and hope in humanity. There Mm -hmm. are some extraordinary people out there, you know, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And it shows us that we don't have to wait for the the politicians or the rich and the famous. You know, Mm -hmm. I get asked if I interview celebrities, everybody's a celebrity in my thing because we're celebrating your life, your journey, Mm -hmm. your contribution. How has doing all these interviews yourself and meeting the people you've met changed your life or changed your perception? Well, first things first is it made me realize that it's not so much about the status that you Mm -hmm. have within the society, but rather every single person has within it value yes, and a perspective that I might be able to learn from. The other thing is it completely changed my expectations of how the journey appears and how the journey shows itself because in hearing everyone's perspective and story made me realize that there, there's more than one way to get to a desired outcome. Yeah. And that shape, that we that I envision the dream or whatever it is, the goal that I might have, <laughs> it's not always the same exact shape that I envision. Yeah. Oftentimes it's very different. And then one other thing that I learned after having had however many different conversations by now is the importance of just holding space, mm-hmm. holding space and really listening to understand, not listening to respond. I think there's a difference between the two but also just holding space and appreciating the person's life, the different perspectives they've been able to get to, to this point. And also understanding that just like them, I have so much more to learn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. You know, I mean, if you thought, well, I remember at the age of 11, sitting on my bed, well, don't I know everything? <laughs> you know, yeah. Simple 11-year-old. What else is there to know? <laughs> Was I in for it? You know, and, mm-hmm. and it, if you stop learning, if you stop willingness of growing, you know, if you don't, if you stop the exploration, you know, the, you're going to die in the stagnancy, you know, and it, um, 
learning other people's stories on, on how they did this or how they saw life is so inspiring. Watching people like yourself at your, your chronological age, you mm -hmm. know, having got it together and, you know, out there inspiring other people and inviting other people's stories to be told as well is really heartwarming because I know that we're going to be handing over that baton, you mm -hmm. know, and, and seeing I've got so much faith in our youth at the present moment because we're seeing so many step out in that conviction of, of what, you know, their, their story is and what they're here to do. And it is so illuminating. And, uh, you know, I know that my generation has screwed things up. Um, we, we lost the connection to self mm -hmm. in chasing this other illusion. And most people are lost out there because they're not living with themselves. They haven't stepped into heart yet. And that journey is about that heart. And when you come across a young person who's already coming from the heart and that conviction and that passion, it is a wonderful thing to see and um, mm -hmm. a relief that, you know, you know, that we're in good hands in the future. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you for holding this space. Thank you for creating this opportunity. And I'm really grateful that you do the work that you do in, in, helping people shift their own perspectives and their own realities through the perspectives of just an open dialogue and an open conversation. I think there's a lot of beauty and a lot of power within that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, as I said, I get people asking me, well, how many people listen to your shows? And I say, all those who are ready to hear, mm. you know, I have an orchard of wisdom library here ready for clicking. And just like a library, people will go in looking for a book that's, speaks to them and it's the same with you know the shows that we do is that not every story is going to get traction straight away but suddenly somebody discovers it Correct. and that becomes their wow moment you know that invitation uh through that inspiration and you know those we may never know those epiphany moments because mm -hmm. it's not about that is it it's not about how many lives we've we've touched and that have changed because of what we do, because we just continue on on what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And if we hear about it, wonderful. But all we can do is just put out the wisdom, the invitation, and it's ready for when people are ready to hear it. And that's all we can do, because ultimately our own free will, our own choice to willing to listen, willing to hear, willing to apply is up to us. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, the beauty of any story. Mm -hmm is that you never know when you're going to need to hear a certain thing. Yeah. But the fact that it's there and makes it possible for one to hear it and accessible can make all the difference. Yes. What's well, the saying, you know, where the, um, the teacher will be there when the student is ready. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the listener will be there when they're ready to hear the knowledge, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the thing is if you just, we just give them the material and when they're ready to hear it, they will hear it. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you recently did a particular podcast series uh, along with uh, Lachelle mm -hmm. Atkins, a wonderful woman. I've actually got her on this uh, last week here. Um, a true, a true heart, definitely a true heart. Um, you know, what else have you got coming up on your podcasts for people to tune into? You know, one other thing that we have right now, and it's more of an experience that we're holding, it's a virtual event that we call Survive to Thrive. Mm -hmm. a parent's journey mm. 
and it's a space for parents to be able to come together and share their own perspectives about what parenting look, looks like through diff different walks of life. What we chose to do is it, it's a very interesting experience in terms of it's not the traditional, you come in, you hear different speakers, but it's, it's more so creating a space for parents to come in and know that they already have the answers within them. It's just maybe they haven't heard certain perspectives in order right. to be able to reveal those answers. So that that's the only other thing that we have right now that's active that people can be a part of and they can find all that information through our website. At and the website odds, is? Overcomingodds.today. Overcomingodds.today. Today. Mm -hmm. Right. And is that your site as well? It is. Mm -hmm. And you're in the process of your book? I am. I'm in the process of my book. I am, I would say about halfway, a little bit more than halfway done. Are you finding and it easy to write? Is, you know, is it no, pouring from you or is it, it is you know, like, yeah. It is extremely challenging. <laughs> yes. It's extremely challenging to be able to tell my story in a way that's not there, just journaling every single experience I could think of. Right. There's a difference between, I think, writing a diary and writing a book. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm learning that. And that, that's been a very interesting process. But I'll tell you this, in this process, I've learned significant about, amount about myself. I've been able to additionally reframe some of the past circumstances into things that I'm grateful for and the lessons and the takeaways that I got from those things. And once again, I've become a lot more grateful for life yeah. through that writing process. Yes, I'm, I'm a blogger as well and have been for the last 20 years. And, and I do my own show every week, Sarah's View of Life, which is just my perspective. But I'm very mm -hmm. much in the flow person. So, you know, I, I press the record and what comes out, you know, yeah. whatever my perspective of the week is. And it's like, how do you take all of that? and then put it into a book. So yes, uh, that's a challenge. Um, I keep kind of biting it yeah. <laughs> and then put it on the shelf. Oh, I'm too busy. But you know, it's, we're about to do um, our podcast book series, this first one on the Forgotten Children series, um, uh, of obviously Whitlashell will be a part of being a, the super mum. But it's some, at some point you just have to stop making the excuses and say, just do just do right and um for some people they can just sit down and write and it just pulls out of them and for for others it's it's more difficult and uh, i think perhaps because we're constantly in the movement of moving forward it's hard to reflect back yeah i think nike's slogan just do it yes it's, it's genius <laughs> it's it's applicable at any step of the way just do it Yes. What's the one step that you can take today? What's that one word that you can put down on a piece of paper? Yeah. And then tomorrow, what can you do? And then the day after that. And after a while, you know, over a course of a year, you have a couple of pages. Right. And, you know, it's kind of get inspired with your own story. You yeah. Know, I think a lot of it is, well, do people want to hear this? And, you know, uh, really, will they get it? And I think it's just, you know, as, as honest as I am on my own podcast and every other one, um, it's just be yourself on paper. That's really what yeah. we're all asking to people to be. Be yourself on paper. You can be yourself every other way, but the paper seems hard. Just let it flow. Let it go. Right? Allow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
what do you want to hear? What yes. interests you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And write in it from that perspective. Yeah. Well, um, I hope you come back and share your book when you get it done. I will. Um, and, uh, you know, I, again, I take my hat off to you. Uh, the future's in good hands. We, in a lot of ways, it's, uh, um, I have this wonderful challenger, Katumi, that uh, comes on. And we recently did a show on, on his work. And we were asked, you know, what was our experience with him? And, and I said, that, you know, as an entity who's observing and then advising, it's a lot of it is common sense. It's really quite simple. But as human beings, we want to overcomplicate everything. Mm-hmm. And I think if we step into gratitude and look at our attitude more in a positive realm and we look at things more simply instead of having to overcomplex everything, we would just realize life is just really a beautiful experience of living and gathering mm-hmm. experiences and stop trying to um, complicate everything, which is what we like to do. Mm-hmm. And let's just... If you, gratitude in itself, right? Gratitude for, for the trees that are moving out there, for the leaves that are rustling, for the puppy dogs that are chasing tails, for the children's cries that are happy, for the fact that you got up this morning, mm-hmm. the fact that you've got something you want to do today, that you've got dozens of things you want to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All of that be grateful for, because if we step into gratitude with the positive attitude, we really see things so much more differently and and simplify our lives why complicate it it's just too much work mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be complicated it really doesn't it's only going to be as complicated as you make it exactly that's, that's my perspective on it yeah yeah so just like chill man <laughs> stop complicating something just live in the moment mm-hmm. you know enjoy it even even the sad days have a reason Yes. Right. The sad days are not here like, oh, you're miserable and depressed today. Why? What's going wrong in your life? No. You know, maybe it's a day just reflection. Maybe it's a day of self-attention, self-love. You know, maybe it's a sad day because you're picking up the sadness out there in the world. Just don't dwell on it. Live the emotion, but don't become emotional about it. Mm-hmm. And then be able to move on. So after these podcasts, you've got, um, you'll go into a different series. I, I think so. I, I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I, I'm not sure yet about <laughs> for me, the show, it, it doesn't really have the overarching theme is about overcoming the odds and the obstacles, but there's really, there, there aren't any sub themes that I follow right. more. So just have conversations as they come and, and, and there's plenty to have. There's plenty there's to have. There's plenty of those to have. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just a continuing on mm-hmm. under that theme, which is great. And we can all overcome the odds. We mm-hmm. can. If we choose to, it's all about our choice, right? Our choice. What we choose to feed, what we choose to water is what we will manifest. So well, what's your perspective on it? Is it a negative one? Why is it negative? How about you switch it up? look at it from different, uh, uh, different eyes, and then you, you'll see it in a different light, right? I so, agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us here today. Oh, thank and you. So, so it's overcoming the odds dot today. Overcoming odds. Overcoming odds. Today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people can go in and listen to all the shows that you've done prior. Correct. And, uh, and the more to come.
as I said, there's many more yeah. odds to, to, to face. <laughs> this will be an ongoing thing. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And we can all overcome the odds, can't we? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and, and being an illumination and a light. You know, as I said, you know, as we go down into our twilight zone, you're, you're you know, up in that sunlight and keep it shining because we, we need more of you out there. Please inspire a lot of your own generation. Um, we are the change we seek. Let's be the change we seek. It's all up to us, right? Thanks very much, Alan. Thank Until you. next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.